we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and I'm here with my co-host, Armin, to talk about the wonderful ladies of Beverly Hills. I love you, Eddie. Don't say you love me. I don't want love if it's love like that. <laughs> well, actually, I don't. Iconic. No, not iconic. Stupid. I was over it before it even started. <laughs> if you guys didn't know what we're referencing it's one of the three lunches that this episode was anchored by it is a tale of three lunches is what i'm gonna call it we had a lunch between uh denise and camille messy ass camille camille really really pushing it these days um she's a talker (laughs) she just can't seem to shut her pie hole like denise said (laughs) um we have the lunch between lisa vanderpump and uh Dorit. Dorit and PK and Kenny. Kenny. And we have... I love how Ken has been rebranded as Kenny. Ugh, it's... Goodbye, Kenny. Goodbye, Kenny. And we have a lunch dinner dinner um, with all the ladies. So... Well, not all. <laughs> I S- Sans a certain someone. This is the new normal, Armin. Either get with it or don't. Oh, I'm it was with a, it. It was a dinner with all the ladies. Well, I can't ascribe to that quite yet. Until we get a new cast and someone is left out of the intros, they are still a part of the cast. Not if they refuse to film with everyone. But moving forward, let's talk about the Camille and Denise lunch. Because that was kind of, I mean, things happened on the episode. We saw Lisa Renna do her workout tape, which, by the way, everyone's freaking out about this workout tape. How long have I owned this DVD? Like... Two years almost. I bought the Lisa Renna workout DVD ages ago. It's probably sold out now on Amazon. People are going to be fiending to find this DVD. But guess what? I own it. So I don't need to buy. I don't need to rent it or buy it. I already own it. Own it. Ah! Or you could sell it on the secondary market, Eddie. Make a buck. No, no, no. It's sitting right next to my renovation book. Eddie, do you own all Lisa Rinna content? Do you have seasons of Duel on DVD? Should I start like making a Lisa Rinna museum? Like, should I just start collecting items Please. of Lisa Rinna? How hilarious it's would that so be? It's so stalkery, but I love it. I would never. I'm not, I told you, I'm not like a stan. I'm like a fan. Like, have I had this conversation with you before? Like, how I don't obsess over people, but... Like, I enjoy watching them. I'm a fan of the work that the they Selena do. The Selena story has scared you off from ever exactly, being a hardcore yeah. fan. I'm not the number one fan, so because I would never do this. literally, the person who murdered Selena was the president of her fan club. You asked me Selena Gomez, like, that bitch. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, what I, I, I do, I did like renovation. I've read parts of it. You know You haven't me. even read it. I've, I've skimmed it. I've looked at the table of contents, and it looks... Like, it's right up my alley. It's a good table of contents. It's it was a good a, TOC. It was a great read. Um, I'll do it when we do the book club. We'll do renovation. Of course. The workout DVD, have not done it yet, but from the clip I saw in Beverly Hills this week, looks like tons of fun. It has one star. 
has one star, it has on, one star on Amazon. Yeah. Well, guess what? Those people don't understand the powerhouse, the icon, the fitness legend. That is Lisa Rinna. But Lisa Rinna was not... Not the, quite the focus of this Not episode. the focus of this episode, even though she was mentioned multiple times by multiple people. But the, the first camping. lunch we're going to cover is Camille and Denise. Now... Camille and Denise get together because they want to get to know each other better. They go way back. I mean, they both had relationships with very famous actors who very famously they were divorced from. They have similar lifestyle stories, journeys. and Hollywood's a small town. Everyone knows everyone. And Camille just starts talking about everyone and everything under the sun. And honestly, dissing every single person. Literally. Every single person. Like, Camille is, like, really pushing the boundaries. Like, first she had, like, we're not going to talk about the thing that she had last episode or two episodes ago. It's a hot take, to say the least. But now she's just talking shit about everyone on the cast. Like, we started with Lisa Vanderpump in all good jest last time, talking about her teeth. I mean, even Ramona. And she went in on Vanderpump again, talking about how she's super egotistical. Oh yeah, she's like, oh, oh, she's too prideful, like (laughs) Mister Vander Fabulous. Vander Fabulous, I love that. Yeah. So Denise hates Dorit still, and Denise is like, oh my god, this bitch is crazy. Like, I don't even want to hang out with her because she's going to talk about me. And it's funny because Camille goes. It's like we're in high school again, you know, with the mean girls, haha. And he's like, I've never, I didn't even deal with this in high school. I never had to like interact with these kind of people. Also, Camille looks like the mean girl. She is. She is. So much no, she's not like the mean girl. She's like the Gretchen Wiener. She's like the best friend that has everyone's secrets and just talks shit about everyone. But she's right. like, she's not in, she's not leading the pack. Very true. But she's still a part of the mean girl. Oh, clique. she's a, definitely a part of the mean girl clique, but she's a sheep. She's not a leader. What the hell happened to Sam Camille? The only two, I think, in that group that could really be like a leader of the Mean Girls is either Lisa Rinna or Erica. Everyone else in some form or or way has to subscribe to a leader or follow someone. I think Kyle Richards is secretly that person, though. I don't think she is. I think she wants to be. It comes out. It comes out, though. If you remember back in the early Brandy days. She's a good second in command, but I don't think she could ever be captain of the ship. And that's know. just, and that I love Kyle. I think we underestimate her. Oh, I'm not underestimating her. She's We're, living to her full potential. Do you remember the games episode? Where they do the, um, with scavenger Kyle, hunt? Kim. No, not the scavenger hunt. The game was, night? The game night. That Leading was, the pack there. No, that was two sisters ganging up on a, on a, what they consider. On a one-legged girl. <laughs> a one-legged. And it wasn't a Viva. A one-legged <laughs> slut pig, according to Kim Richards. <laughs> But, okay, back on track. St. Camille, gone forever. Should we move on to the next lunch? Yeah, so the next lunch was probably the heaviest. And that was the lunch between Lisa Vanderpump, Dorit Kemsley, PK, and Kenny to resolve the dog drama and become friends again. So at this time... And specifically the Radar Online And the Radar Online story. And the fact that Lisa might or might not have leaked it or someone in her camp definitely did. Uh, Dorit and Lisa haven't talked. They're not on good terms. PK and Kenny 
Mm. are on good terms. They are talking up a storm. Yeah, they, they talked, talked for, for an hour, hour last episode. They're, Ugh. you know, and they're just trying to get the women to resolve things so they can all remain friends because. And they have been buddies for like decades. Yeah, for years. They know each other from London. As Dorit says later, there's people in their lives that have known the Vanderpumps for 30 years. Um, but. I mean, PK calls him Kenny. Yeah, they're very close, clearly. You have to be Maybe. close to Kenny to call him Kenny. You don't. I feel like I could go up and be like, Kenny! And he'd be like, oh, what up? I should wake me up. Well, Shiggy. My wife is the most honest person. Nap time. Um, but that was my that was my Ken Todd impersonation. Wasn't it good? Oh, I thought you were not even doing any BH related impersonation. Oh, that was me as Ken Todd. Oh, that was Ken Todd. A sleepy Ken Todd. Oh, I didn't get that at all. Well, no. listen back. Listen back on the replay it didn't come on the playback. It. it was really good. I could do a character on SNL, but you know, sometimes you just don't understand art. Aren't are you a, are you a master of impersonations? I I clearly am. <laughs> give me a give me a Dorit. I don't know what accent <laughs> I'm gonna talk in this week. That was good, right? Now that that Spot was on. accurate. Yes, yes, very good. Uh, I'm just out here faking accents. So basically, PK is already made up with the Vanderpumps. He's like, yep. I, I don't want to deal with this. If Lisa says that. She swears on her kid's life that she didn't do this, then she didn't do this. And Dorit is like, no, Lisa, I know you planted this story. Then you went to TMZ. You didn't call me. You released your statement to TMZ. And Lisa's like, well, that was a bigger statement than me going, hi, Dorit, and calling you on the phone. BS. I, Armin, if anything like this ever happened where there was a situation, I wouldn't want you to like release something to the press. I would want you to text me and be like, oh, hey, can we talk? Oh, you'd if I released it No, to the I press. mean... I think it would be I think it would be a nice gesture, but I also want you to call me. I don't want you to wait for me to be like be like, oh, look, Armin wrote that really Armin defended me in the paper and you know, like he really did that for me. Like, no, shoot me a text, be like, yo, like, I'm sorry this is happening. You don't deserve this. I don't believe this. I'm gonna release a statement. I'm gonna let people know that this is not what's going on. That should have been step one, whether or not like there was, you know, any any issue in the first place. But like Dorit said, they're not public facing. They don't speak to the press to communicate with each other. That's like, that's insane. That's like someone thinking they're literally queen of England being like, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm just going to release my side of the story to the press so that we can communicate via the media. Lisa, we don't talk via public. We don't talk via the media. I think it's, I think it's insane. And I think that justification and that anger from Dorit is fair. And I also think that Lisa is very focused too much on her public persona. And I think this was the biggest, this was the biggest nail in the coffin for me is like, I, I do think she cares about people, but I think she cares about herself the most. But I don't think that was the crux of the issue. No, it's not. And it's not. But I agree with you on that point. Just shoot a text. I think Lisa was unhappy with Dorit in general. And that's why she wasn't talking to Dorit. Then then why would, then why would she give Dorit glowing reviews and be like, Dorit was perfect. She was fine. Like she didn't do this to the dog and the TMZ. That's, that's where it doesn't match up for me. But I think you could be upset with someone and not really want to talk to them and then say the right thing in the press. I'm not defending it. I still think she should have reached out to Dorit. But, you know, Lisa is petty. She is super petty. And if she's not happy with you, she wants you to reach out. I'm sure in Lisa's mind, she wasn't going to say it there because she could see that she's on the losing side right now, especially Mm -hmm. in terms of public opinion. Um, Not that the show is airing at this point, but you can feel 
when the edit is going to work against you. Yeah. And I think Lisa knows that. So she wasn't going to say this, but I think in Lisa's head, she is thinking Dorit should have texted me. Dorit should have reached out. Once Dorit saw that shit on TMZ, she should have said, Lisa, thank you so much for having my Yeah, because Lisa thinks everyone needs to grovel at her fucking toes. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. We see it with the Tom Toms. I'm not Tom-toms. saying it's right. I just we think We saw it with happening. the Tom Toms and Vanderpump rules, how she like makes things to make herself higher than other people. Um, but the 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 really the crux of this argument in this lunch that they are having is that Lisa wants Dorit to say, I believe you. You didn't say anything about me. You didn't leak this story to Radar. Yeah, you didn't but leak Dorit this. Dorit is refuses. insistent. She believes that Lisa did release the story to Radar Online. And PK believes Lisa and Ken with the caveat that he does believe that somebody in Lisa's camp released the story to Radar Online. Yes. And Lisa and Ken are forgiving of that. Yeah. Even though at one point they kind of have this intense back and forth and PK's like, are you trying to put thoughts in my head? And Ken's like, I am trying to put thoughts in your head. Like, I'm trying to put the thought in your head that Lisa's the most honest best friend you could ever have. And actually, look, he screwed up this season, no doubt. I will say, though, I love it when a significant other defends a significant other. I love that. Okay. Um, you can't give any credit to Ken or Lisa right now. I mean, my thing is, is like... Wouldn't I, you want your partner to defend you like that? I mean, if I was wrong, no. I want I want someone who's going to keep me honest. I don't want someone who's just going to blow smoke up my ass. And I think and I feel like that's where my but that's where my that's where my issue. You're is. coming at the assumption though that they're wrong. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, like I'm not going to. This is let's my rem- whole thing. Let's remove that let's remove, part yeah. of the equation. Okay. If if your partner defended you, wouldn't you be happy about that? That's all. I'm I mean, saying. yeah. I mean, yeah, but at this at this point, I wouldn't want them to defend me to that grand of a scale where, like, this is my thing. Okay. Is I, okay, let's well, who cares get, about that? Let's get let, to the crux of the Let's get issue. to this. Dorit makes a very good point that they cannot see to eye to eye. They can have differences in the way that they're feeling, but still move forward as friends because if the friendship is really there, they should carry, care more about each other than the situation. And they should just ignore it, forget it, and move on. If... If someone, Armin, say this is you, and this is me being 100% serious. Okay. If I said something, blah, 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 whatever, and drunk, whatever, let's put it in like a real situation. I say something drunk. Okay. And I, then I'm like, I know I never said that. And everyone's like, but no, we like, no, it was you. We know, you know, you said it. We saw it on it on an Instagram story. Like we like, you know, we believe it's you. We heard your voice. We understand it's you. And you're like, Eddie, you're a liar. And I'm like, okay, you can believe whatever you want, whether you think I'm a liar or not. But you are a close enough friend to me to where I would be like, you can think anything that you want, but I'm still going to be your friend. We cannot see eye to eye. If you think I'm a liar, that's fine. I understand that you're always going to have that. But if you are still willing to continue relationship with me and say, I still care about you as much of a person to ignore this and move forward no matter even if it is a flaw in your personality, I understand that I accept that I know that you're not going to move, you know, apologize for that. I know you're not ever going to say, yes, I did this because in your heart you feel like you did nothing wrong, but I still care about you enough. If you're the one reaching out to me, I'm 100% going to say, okay, fine. Let's just forget about it. You know what? You can think I'm a liar. 
I'm going to work my best to prove to you that I'm not in the future because your relationship with me means more than a stupid situation. And I had a very similar experience recently where me and a friend were in a fight. Right. And we were in a really big fight and we both could not come to an agreement of who was right and who was wrong. I said I was sorry for the things I did, you know, I, I but it wasn't the right things I was saying sorry for, I guess. And there was just like a miscommunication and, you know, we saw eye to eye. But we took a small break, came back and we're like, you know what? We care about each other too much to let this hang over our head and ruin our relationship because our relationship and our love for each other is so big and so strong. If it was very telling that Lisa was like, you know what? I don't care. I don't care about you. I don't love you. And that's where I felt like she came off wrong. And I felt like Dorit was in the right in that situation. And people listening can be like, oh, well, you don't understand. She was so hurt. She was going through so much with her brother. You don't want people react to things differently. Yeah. But if I care about someone as much as they're claiming to care about the, their, the, the Kemsleys, I would, I would fight to keep that relationship at least a, a small flame to try to regrow this fire that we had. If that makes sense. No, it does. I think you have a lot of amazing points, Eddie. I really do. But it is so contextual. Yeah. It's such I mean, a case-by-case basis. Yeah. And you brought up your personal example. And you brought it up before we started potting. Yeah. And like I said to you, you did have that break. And yeah. you briefly mentioned it as you were describing it, right? That you had this break. And it was a pretty significant break. Yeah. Who is to say that Lisa and Dorit can't come out of this and be friends again? They are currently on a break. We know that. So the story isn't over. And and that is true. But just me thinking about Lisa Vanderpump just in the way she is in her history, I don't think she's going to be the one to concede and be like, you know what? We'll just move forward. She's not going to do that. She's going to hold this as a grudge. And I, I because of it, I one, I don't think she's coming to the reunion this year. I have strong feelings that she's not going yeah, to. Yeah, I doubt it. But who knows? I yeah. would love it if she did. It would I, be compelling television. I mean... I hope she does. I don't think she will. I, I doubt I, it, I, the thing, I agree. I, I, I feel like will. what she's going to do is she's going to do one of those like video ins where she's going to like I hope give not. her two pieces and be like, I'm done with this. Like, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Show up or don't. Exactly. Show up or don't. And I think that's the problem. I mean, we... I mean, what do you want to say about this? Is there anything else you want to say about Lisa? I mean, it just really... It bothered me because... I just don't think there was true friendship there to begin with. If if And that's why I said case by case yeah. basis. Because I can see Lisa and Kenny's perspective. Mm-hmm. There is some something to be said for the fact that Lisa and Kenny are still friends with PK. No? Because they have been friends for decades, right? Mm-hmm. And they just met Dorit a few years ago. Dorit's gone through an accent change. See... <laughs> She's gone through a couple businesses. And a boob change and a face change. They don't really know this girl, to be honest. That's why I say case-by-case basis. And I'd argue, uh, to your original characterization of this, there are situations where if someone is accusing me of something extremely immoral, and who is to say being a liar crosses that threshold? I don't know. It's so contextual. Um, but if, if someone was wronging me over and over and over again, was insanely toxic, then sometimes you do have to consider taking someone out of your life, which I know you agree with. No, 
And that's a completely different situation. But I do not think Dorit has been toxic to Lisa Vanderpump's situation. We did see Kyle kind of, or Dorit kind of say, I think this might be in retaliation for what I said last season about her not being loved by her parents and her. And you even said, whoa, that's something we haven't thought of before. And I can 100% see that. I think it's a good observation by Dorit. I think it is. I think it's a very good observation by Dorit. But I mean, we'll see what happens. And it could be true. I mean, this looks like it's kind of the end for Vanderpump. I mean, we do see her doing this extremely almost. It was weird. It was, it was borderline, if not like tasteless and maybe a little bit like. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. I don't want to say racist, but I want to say offensive, offensive, borderline. You know why I'll give her the benefit of the doubt? There was like no context to that scene. We don't know. We don't know anything. Who and yeah, helped organize me, the event. I'm all for yeah. the decriminalization of homosexuality in India. Like, yes, all everywhere. But I don't think to celebrate it, I need to dress up in traditional attire and try to pretend to do Bollywood dances with other white people. We saw like nine seconds of it. That's why, again, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. But you're right. It was a bizarre moment in the episode. It was weird. And John John Sesa with his smug little face dancing right along. We've got Lance Bass in there. We know he's all caught up in that WeHo world. But, um, yeah, so while Lisa's throwing that borderline offensive party, um, we see another dinner lunch. They got there in the day. As you said, the tale of three lunches. The tale of three lunches. This was the third and final lunch. I mean, it was a lunch dinner. I mean, it ends at night clearly because... Right. I mean, it's more of a dinner. Clearly. Yeah, because Vanderpump said her little thing. But uh, they start talking. And talk- it wasn't short on drama. It wasn't. Uh, it seems like Kyle and Dorit can't see it eye to eye. Kyle is still butthurt about the comment that PK made. Okay, yeah, it was annoying. It was rude. But like, get, get over, over it. it. Get over it. Like, you're obviously still hurt that Lisa's not your friend. Just move on. Everyone's just too sensitive. It's like everyone is too sensitive. And it's like, the I don't know. will spend a whole season on one comment that's like mildly offensive, but not really. Or a whole season on someone using inappropriate glassware. Just get over it. Move on. Yeah. So basically the fight is like Kyle's still upset. She thinks that <laughs> um, Dorit didn't defend her correctly. PK or, didn't really or apologize. PK didn't apologize. And then, then it starts getting into the whole idea of... Lisa Vanderpump and her friendship and that PK is still remaining friends with them, but Dorit's not because even Erica was like, well, how does that work at home? Because if you're in a fight with Tom Gerard, like Tom Gerard, you're in a fight with Erica. Like there's no, like there's no separation of church and state in this household. It's like all in bitch. And I mean, I agree. Like that's kind of like really, first of all, shady and shitty of your partner to be like, you know what? I know you're not friends with them, but I'm going to stay friends with them. Like if you're in a committed, serious relationship and you have beef with people, your boo got to have that beef too. You can't Carry have a, the beef. You can't have a one beef boo. Like that's like, <laughs> no, one beef we're boo. not, we're not splitting beef here. And you know, I talk about beef a lot. We don't, we're not we splitting beef. beef. I know this is the whole patty. We're not doing <laughs> half and half. You get the whole enchilada or you get none at all. I want it. And I don't understand how Dorit can be like, everything's fine when PK is still sniffing the butt of Kenny. 
and you know, Kenny's sniffing the butt of Jiggy, and Jiggy's sniffing the butt of Lisa. It's a it's a human caterpillar plus <laughs> dog that is just they're just you know eating it's, each it's other's poo poo. It's centipede. What did I call it? Caterpillar. Well, caterpillar, but human it's like the, centipede. That's it's what I meant. The movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Human caterpillar, human centipede, same thing. <laughs> it's all the same. Well, at least this, at least the caterpillar turns into a butterfly. Oh, how, what a sweet sentiment, right? But back to that point. I feel like I'm kind of waffling a lot this episode, but life is complex, man. You never know. Like sometimes there's going to be a one, I, one I, beat, I love, situation. I love when someone supports their partner. I love when someone defends their partner. You know, it's a case by case situation. <laughs> well, I could love one thing, but also say, you know, but there's other situations that may work too. I can see someone maintaining a friendship in these precarious circumstances. I can see it. It's not great. It's not ideal. No, I want to ride or die, bitch. I'm like Erica and Kyle. I need you to ride or die. And I'll be the one to murder if you're not riding, bitch. Okay. But then they they start talking about how close Dorit actually is. This leads into how close is Dorit actually with Lisa. And Dorit goes, you know, it's a real deep, deep friendship. Kyle and Camille get on the attack and they're like, well then how come we never heard of you before? Like how come you only showed up two years ago and Camille's like, yeah, we don't know anything about you. We've known Lisa for so long. We've never seen you at a birthday party. We've never seen you at a wedding. We've, which is like honestly valid. Like where was Dorit at any of Vanderpump's parties or any, like these women should have known Dorit before she appeared. What if we get, she just was at Pandora's wedding or something. I don't know. I could see them not re- not remembering PK, him just kind of I mean, being there. Yeah, and I mean, Dorit has a new face now, so I guess, you know, everything's relative. But, I mean, I mean, it's a fair point to be kind of... And then, then it kind of goes off the deep end a bit, because then... Kyle was like, well, if I'm, if you're like my best friend, like I would, if you were my best friend, my close friend, you would know all my friends. Like you would know everyone and everyone would know you. And she's like, oh, well, are you saying that we're like, well, Dorit's like, yeah, but Kyle, you and me are close friends, but I don't know all your friends. And And Kyle responds, well, maybe you and I aren't close friends. Yeah. Oh, that was a mic drop. Like, I mean, (laughs) let's be real here did dorit really think she was like booed up with kyle like just because you both are fighting the same woman this season doesn't mean that like y'all are tight like i i don't see i don't see you know the morally corrupt faye resnick bending over backwards to hang out with dorit like kyle's riding with the a-listers kyle's friends with her sister the hilton chris jenner lisa renna like these women are on a higher caliber than you, Dorit. These women actually have money. Dorit's not even on the list. No. She's barely D-list. She's plus one. That's how she got on the show in the first place. She was a plus one on the menu. And who was she a plus one to? Vanderpump. Never forget it. That's what I'm saying, is she shimmed her way onto the show. All these random people from England think they could just hop on Lisa Vanderpump's back and ride in and be this like lead player. We've got Dorit thinking she runs the show now in Beverly Hills. We've got James crying his way back into Sir every other week. Like You can't just be picking up miscreants from UK and bring them onto our television screens, Lisa. Also, this don't isn't forget, an orphanage. Don't forget season one. The foster care for the foster <laughs> care for the Brits, the ex, the ex Brits. <laughs> uh, see, LVP carries people on her back. Yeah. Until 
till they won't suckle her teats, and then she drops them to the curb <laughs> to fend for themselves in this new land of America. That's the thing, though. LVP th- thinks about it like this. If I'm going to bring you in... You serve me forever, and it's, it's a bad situation. It didn't work. That, that, the, America broke up with Britain one time already. Woo! She's going to make it happen again. This beef extends to 1776. You know, back when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Just joking. <laughs> Just joking. I know my history. Do you? 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Ooh. And he did not sco- discover America. He was a murderer and a terrible person. That's true. Should we get into that Columbus Day drama? No, but I just had to, I just had to state the case before I go out here making Columbus jokes. <laughs> we can't bring up Columbus without bringing up how problematic he was. Uh, but do you remember Cedric, too? Talking about another hanger-on? Cedric season one? Yeah, another Brit. And he screwed over Lisa. Honestly, look no further than Cedric to see how Lisa Vanderpump operates. She cut him out, too. Because he wronged her. He actually really wronged her. He had the life. He was set up. And I think that's the way LVP looks at it. I set you up. I give you everything. Don't wrong me. She's like some mafia princess from Villa Rosa, mm-hmm. shelling out deals. She'll old Scarface. Put a horse in your bed. You know, because she's only thinking about those mini ponies. She's got horses all up in their heads. All right. I think we are done with Beverly Hills this week. It was a good episode because I think it's setting us up for some things. Yes. So we'll see what happens. New feuds. New, New feuds. feuds. We're kind of finally moving away from... Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy because let's be real. We haven't said Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy in episodes. Yes, is finally dead. Thank God. Not the actual dog, but like the situation. I love dogs. I love animals. Oh my gosh. That's the real okay. scandal. Well, if you guys aren't already, please make sure you guys are subscribed on wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram or Twitter by searching Hot and Bravoed, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Armin? Go to ButterPop.com and get yourself a morally corrupt hat. You want it. You need it. It's pink. It's cool. I rocked it all over Coachella like Lisa Renna. I was doing my little dances, checking out the Amazon locker, showing off my morally corrupt hat. ButteredPop.com because we're on the ButterPop network. Um, But yeah, we'll see you guys next week.